I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Our 24 7 news cycle the rush to be first, the rush to make the instantly certain hot take on the current issue uh, is the style of the day. But does that instant certainty actually keep us from the truth? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, as always, we have to get beyond the headlines if we want to get to the truth. Instant certainty uh, always gets in the way. And uh, really thrilled to have back on the program, joining us live in the studio, Doug Wilkes, the executive editor of the Deseret News, joins us. And uh, Doug, we've we've seen this over the years. We've been talking about this for a while, uh, but we saw this play out again in this uh, really sad situation in Cedar City. Yeah, no question, Boyd. And thanks for uh, having me on. It's good to be with you again. The quote is, instant certainty is the enemy of truth. And that was uh, written by Boyd Matheson in, the, in uh, 2019. And we thought we would start to get on top of this, right? We mm-hmm. get some reasonableness. Um, there was some divisiveness when President Trump was president. Divisiveness continues under President Biden. And over and over again, we have people rushing to judgment. We saw it in the BYU volleyball case. Yeah, We've seen it this week with Paul Pelosi and misinformation. Now, some of that is a political overtone. Yeah, But most recently here in Utah, in Cedar City, um, in the incident of a – um, young people wearing blackface and Halloween costumes, and then schools misidentified. So, um, yeah, instant certainty is not helping us. Yeah, and so as as we look at that, as I watched that play out in Cedar City, and that, yeah, then suddenly you had people out in uh, Saratoga and Eagle Mountain that are uh, being wrongly targeted or wrongly accused uh, of all of that. Uh, how do how do we start to change that dynamic of just that rush of information uh, and just being a little bit more measured? Well, first off, it's insidious that people would publish the names of students without knowing the facts, and people publish the names of students who had nothing to do with this, who yeah. were hundreds of miles yeah. away. So that was just um, horrible that that was done. Secondly, people want to be part of something, I think. Mm. So they'll engage or give an opinion, when in reality they need to pause and take a breath yeah. and see how do we how do we help in this situation? Clearly, um, wearing blackface as Halloween costumes, and in this case, they were inmates and someone in a white, you know, a white person in a police car. There was a lot of overtones there. Yeah. But um, there's so many things to unpack. Do, yeah. Do you even? But anyway, um, it's just discouraging that we're going through this again. But yeah, the school, um, the school in Eagle Mountain, uh, Cedar Valley, was confused with this, and they were inundated with telephone calls yeah. and emails, thousands. Yeah. So it was really disruptive. Yeah, and uh, of course, ultimately, the, the police had to go out to Eagle Mountain <laughs> to, to deal with those threats and some of the people reacting uh, to what they thought happened at that school as opposed to the one down in southern Utah. 
Uh, and to me, this really leads us to the, I think, the the think again moment in all of this. Uh, and that is, you know, one, what is the, the role of media and how do we have that conversation? And you and I have had this uh, countless times uh, over the years. Uh, we've had uh, different uh, forum and, and so on to have uh, people come in and talk about this instant certainty problem and, and where it actually leads us. And so where where should the conversation go? Let's start with media and then we'll look at individually what's our responsibility. So I think it's really interesting to compare sort of the BYU-Duke volleyball case and this most recent case of blackface in Utah. So the BYU, there was actually news to report, mm. right? There was a volleyball uh, incident. There was an allegation. A game was taken off of campus and played off of campus. There was uh, BYU responding, quotes from Tom Homo. That is information that the community needs to know. And responsible media said, this is what BYU is doing. They don't know all the facts. They're going to do a deep dive. And then a few days later, you're looking at the police report. You're seeing what's there, and ultimately information comes out. In this case... Uh, media had a role because it was reporting this, but social media grabbed yeah. this and ran with it uh, without facts. And um, it, it's kind of it's different because social media is different from mainstream media. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. yeah, and that social media component is where we all come into play. And as we always say, don't don't reward bad behavior. Don't validate bad behavior. Uh, and just because somebody posts a, a hot take on some issue and, you know, somebody said somebody said that somebody said this and they're 100% certain it's true, uh, you might want to dig just a, a little bit deeper and, and learning to have the both. I think it's, I think it's a two-part thing, Doug, and would love your take on this. Uh, to me, it is a humility issue and it's a discipline issue in terms of how we react to the news that we're consuming. You know, you interviewed Bob Woodward uh, years ago and he even last week uh, he and um, his partner Bernstein um, were before the national SPJ folks in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., and he reiterated this point of being to be engaged, um, shoe leather reporting, mm-hmm. contacting. Uh, if you have a roadblock, you have to pause. You can't just publish because you're up against a deadline. Yeah. It's that responsibleness. Um, the humility comes in knowing that you don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to ask the question, well, what is true? And we ask that in our newsroom all the time. Yeah. What is true? Um, who's giving you the information? Can you go get it yourself? Yeah. Um, and that's the responsible part that that we need to look at. Yeah. Of, of all my uh, interaction with Bob Woodward, my very favorite moment was him describing uh, how he and Bernstein would, would take that you know copy 
to their editor, uh, Mr. Bradley, and he would slap the copy and he'd say, you're not there yet. You got to get another source. You got to get more information. There's still something out there. Uh, while they were chomping at the bit, you know, wanting to be first and break the story, uh, he showed that restraint. Restraint always works. Uh, and I think that's another important part for all of us. That's a great word. Uh, restraint is a very great word. Um, and it is hard. You know, we are competing um, uh, with everyone around the world, right? Yeah. It's not like the Deseret News is a is a you know a metro city paper. We extend far beyond our borders right. nationally and even internationally. So, do you want to send misinformation around the world? There's a great responsibility with that. Mm. If somehow we can take that responsibility into the social media sphere. We'd be doing a lot better. Yeah, uh, so important, and that's uh, that's where it's on uh, each one of us to what we're putting out, what we're taking in, what we're posting, what we're liking, what we're resharing. All of those things uh, really do have a an impact in the end. And uh, final question for you, Doug. Uh, as you look at where we are on these kinds of things, obviously we've got an election coming up. Uh, we also had a fascinating conversation with the AP uh, talking about how they make calls on election night, that they don't do projected winners. They do 7,000 races. They don't call it until they know there's no mathematical possibility that the trailing candidate uh, can catch up. 7,000 races. Yeah. That takes a lot of restraint and a lot of discipline. It's remarkable. And, um, you know, you feel it in your gut on election night. You yeah. don't want to be the newspaper that has the headline, Dewey, <laughs> Dewey. <laughs> Dewey defeats Truman, right? The Chicago yeah. uh, headline. So, um, yeah, we don't feel pressure to have to call it if we don't know it. Mm. And uh, But we do rely on Associated Press to help yeah. us with that because they have the formula to try and do it. And, you know, this became a big issue for Fox News when the Fox newsroom was calling yeah. it against Donald Trump. And then there was all this pressure against them so you need to withstand the pressure to do something uh, incorrectly yeah and that was a uh, we actually talked with chris dyerwalt who was the one who made that call at fox news for arizona and of course he was right yeah <laughs> in the end it's good to be right uh, it's always good to be right <laughs> much yeah. better than the alternative doug wilkes uh, joining us from the deseret news uh, great editorial just reminding all of us that instant certainty is the enemy of truth. Restraint always works. And whether it's media or whether it's each of us individually in our personal lives or what we put on social media, it's always a winning combination. But it takes some humility. Uh, it really takes an ability to have that discipline uh, to just take a breath, make sure you got the facts. We'll be right back. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.